You're fucking around. It's Wild Style Radio. Wild Style Radio. 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 Stand up and shout. What's up? Welcome to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show with Whisk and Kev. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Happy Live Wednesday. Live Wednesday. Yes, sir. So we're going to try and get on a kind of regular cadence, yeah. doing some shows live. Live um, shows, baby. We understand we have a, a small audience today, which is awesome. That's so how we like our rock and roll. We like it live. We do like it live. So we're coming at you live from the Salisbury Center Studios here in Manassas, Virginia, on the Wild Style Network, yes. fueled by Monster Energy. Woo-woo! So, hey, wait a minute. Don't forget RVRepairBear.com. That's right. RVRepairBear.com, one of our other great sponsors. We thank them for their support. We thank them for the RV they supplied for the kick show. And the t-shirts. And the t-shirts too. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. t-shirts were hot. There was Mm -hmm. a couple posts on Facebook and specifically uh, on the Kicks fan page asking about the t-shirt. Really? Yeah. Someone posted a picture of the t-shirt and they're like, you know, was this special for the show? How can I get one? Yeah. I didn't see him for sale. Uh, so I let him know that it was a free giveaway and I'd sell them mine for 80 bucks. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I would We've buy got a couple leftovers that we can give away on the show. Oh, yeah. Let's All do right. that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Cool. So if you want to contact those people, maybe. Well, we have live listeners, right? Because yeah. we are live. Yeah. So maybe if you're a live listener out there right now and... You're a follower for us on Facebook. If you go to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show on Facebook or on Instagram or go to our Gmail even and respond right now, you could be a winner. For sure. Yeah. Just tell us how much uh, you want one of those shirts and how bad you just love the design and the style. How about that? That works. That was an instant contest. There we go. So, uh, first time we've been on the air since the kick show, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. I think we'll talk about that a bit more in a little bit, but I know that you did a little rock and roll road trip this weekend. Oh, so. I was wondering where you're going with that. Yeah. So, uh, and got to check out the Foo Fighters, one of their first shows since getting back on the road. Absolutely. I went to the Sonic Temple Music Festival specifically for the Foo Fighters. I was just a one day out of a four day event, uh, you know, excursion for me. And so, yes, I got to see the Foo Fighters with Josh Fries. I mean, I think that this is going to be probably a Foo Fighters themed show because that is the latest and greatest that's happening right now. And there's yep. a lot that we can talk about swirling around that right now. But the Foo Fighters did a two hour set. Nice. 20 songs. Uh, all amazing. Uh, I, I went in with my girlfriend and her children and uh, their children. When I say that they're 15 and 16, turning 15 and turning 17, really. And, uh, and yeah, so like I got to witness them seeing the Foo Fighters for the first time. And it was a massive, massive event, sold out crowd. I got to watch them crowd surf for the first time. Did see those pictures. Yes, yes. And that was, I I, uh, I I put them up and over without my girlfriend knowing. She saw after the fact. And it was, uh, it was, a, it was a fun and a thrill for everyone. So you know, the coolest part, when they introduced Josh Freeze. Dave Grohl like introduced a resume for him and bands because he's been in several bands, right? Oh, yeah. But my favorite when he was talking about him playing with when he did a song, you know, for each and every band that he played with was when he was talking about his time with Nine Inch Nails and they kicked into March of the Pigs and the Foo Fighters were rocking out for probably about a minute, 30 seconds to a minute on March of the Pigs, which, you know, just thrashing right. Nine Inch Nails. 
And that was that was slick. I could have watched him do that whole song. Uh, it kind of made it sound like they did the whole song. <laughs> Some of the reviews I saw. So, so yeah. And then, uh, obviously, they opened up the Atlantis in D.C. last night. No, we weren't there. Nope. I was I at Rival Sons last night at the Fillmore in Silver Spring. So, they were also at Sonic Temple just the night before. So, right. I didn't get to see them there. But I got to see them. And that was my first time seeing Rival Sons. Solid band. Solid, fantastic, yep. high-quality uh, you know, sounding note for note live as they do in the studio. Awesome. Was it yeah. crowded? It was not. It was, I, mean, I don't know if it was Tuesday after Memorial Day. I Maybe half full. Yeah, I'm, and when I say that, we've complained about the Fillmore on this show before, right? Oh, yeah. And no doubt. <laughs> I've never been there when it wasn't. In the last time we went, they tried to not even let us in when we had tickets. Right. It was so oversold. Right, right. So you could move this time. There was nobody wanting to kill you just by stepping, you know, foot to the right. Awesome. You know, kind of deal, let alone go to the bathroom. And uh, yeah, so like in that way, it was it was a good sized crowd for that venue, but maybe a little light. I would like to see more people. There. Sure, no doubt. Yeah. So uh, any any takers, Scott? Anyone respond on the the giveaway? Did we did we look? I'm sorry, Scott. We didn't need to. We didn't even know there was a giveaway, let alone you checking for the giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Threw the curveball to you, but yeah. I, I'm so. going to say this about Sonic Temple. Also, can I get back to that? Yeah. Because um, I got it. You know, we were talking about. We always talk about new music, right? New music versus old right. music. We're talking about the Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters Day. But I got to see for my my first time Aaron Jones, and Aaron Jones is a beast. Like everything that I was expecting to see live. He performed live, and that was one of my favorite moments of that day. So if there is an opportunity for anyone, now Aaron Jones is out of Seattle. We're on the East Coast. It might be a hard show to kind of find in terms of his touring schedule, but if you have the opportunity, that and not only was Aaron Jones, but his band, you know, everybody in performing with him were super slick. It was somewhere between one of my favorite bands, Living Color, and then, of course, Lenny Kravitz with a little bit of slash thrown in. Nice. Yeah, and it was just a heavy, heavy, great sound. The lineup from that day was really, in my opinion, Foo Fighters trying to sell a lot of the newer bands yeah. because other than Deftones and Pretty Reckless, which is relatively new, but yeah. a lot of new music in front of the Foo Fighters that day. Yeah, so another act that I never heard of. Now, I knew Aaron Jones coming in that I really enjoyed and I caught because we were there so wicked early, way earlier than I thought it was going to be. It was an act called Holy Wars and Cat uh, uh, Leon with her. And she was a, a female front singer, front woman. It was just a beast of a performer and put on a hell of a show. So that would be a band that I would go back and catch again. And that was one of those bands that I caught early that now I'm starting to listen to as you know, that's the great thing that happens at these live shows, For right? Sure. Yeah. Like that's what you get exposed to that you wouldn't expect. That was the unexpected find that i had at the sonic music temple sonic temple music festival <laughs> this time around so yeah you know that i heard that was named after the cult album sonic temple that's what i would have thought of that right yeah i mean yeah that's where i want to go you know, talking about it but yeah 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 so uh so Jeff, uh, i've got to pull the curtain back just for a minute okay if you want us to handle the dms and stuff we have to have access to the the email and the, and what? the page. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to check to see if we have any winners. All right. I'm uh, checking. Until we get that. I'm yeah. going to check it. I got okay. my notes right in front of me. I didn't. I know that was super professional to do that, but I just didn't want to be rude. Well, at least you can see it because otherwise I got to put my glasses <laughs> oh, on. I would have loved phone, that. So. I would have loved it. Yeah, I'm going to try to avoid that as much as possible. <laughs> All right. But 
while we're checking that out, you know, we can move on. Obviously, we mentioned the Kicks show. Um, so, what was that? Uh, a couple weekends ago, Kicks was here at the Salisbury Center, uh, which was great. We got some video of their performance from that show. You know, uh, as well as Days of Five and Gavin Evick were here helping yes. support that show. Yeah, great night. The Amazing. crowd was awesome. The place was packed. Um, you know, being growing up in Manassas, like we've talked about lots of times on the show, it was kind of a high school reunion night too. So we got to see a lot of folks. Obviously, it was the owners. 39th annual birthday bash <laughs> but, annual 39th birthday annual 39th birthday bash so it was, a, it was a great party all around but having kicks here was just the highlight of that of course i mean uh you know and it was uh, the last time the three of us being selfish for the three of us you know jeff salisbury out there me and you yep. we saw them together was a very tragic moments so you know it was, it was really just kind of like a nice uh Nice way to bring that back around again and see Jimmy playing. Yeah, you know, no, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and and we caught Brian Forsyth before Brian Forsyth yep. hit, you know, the place that he's in right now. Yep, and a little bit of an illness, and uh, so yeah, they've done their last two most recent shows with just Bob Parry playing yes. guitar. So mm-hmm. kind of like uh, they've done in bits and spurts when Ronnie would come in and out of the band, and it just was Brian. So. Uh, but it does sound like he's feeling better. I heard he's supposed to be at their show this coming weekend. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's great news. I mean, you know, that's the beauty of kicks, right? The double axe attack, you yeah, know, like absolutely. I, I, we've, you're right. We've seen him with one guitarist as opposed to two. And, uh, you know, Brian Forsyth's always pulled it off and done a great job, but you miss it. You miss the second person being right. there. Well, and, you know, kind of leading up, you know, obviously they're, they're and we talked about it. We got to interview him on the show, which was just phenomenal. It would have been, you know, nice if Steve Whiteman had been able to make it, but understand that. But the guys were gracious with their time. Yeah. And chatted with us. So it was good talking about their career, the, the upcoming plans over the next couple of months before their the walking away show out at Merriweather. But, um, you know, it was just, it was a good chat. I would call it the highlight. We've only been podcasting for five months. We're coming up on our sixth month, so half a year. It's the highlight of what we've done so far. I would agree. But that's so far. So far, right? So far. We you know, more so coming. now right. chat GPT can add that we interview <laughs> kicks oh, I know. in addition to Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses. That. Yeah, we should have thought about that. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to do that. That'll be for the, that's the next podcast. We got all like the idea just like blew up in my head as soon as you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was a, you know, good show. Um, you know, they did talk about the plans for the, the upcoming uh, final shows. Uh, and Bob Parry posted on the Kicks fan page earlier this week, a picture of him and Ronnie Elkins. Uh, yes. Rehearsing. Yes. So, and I think Scott's going to pull up a link from Blabbermouth dot net um where ronnie recently was interviewed and talked about the fact and he confirmed that he is going to be performing at the very least at the final kick show i love it because to me i've i've gone back to this we talk about feel a lot you know feel a lot in live music feel a lot with different players coming in and out of different bands and i always say that you know ronnie is the much needed dirt underneath the fingernails you know kicks and i i love his grit i love uh i love the heavy that he brings into their sound and nothing against Bob Parre, nothing oh. against, of course, Brian Forsyth, 
but uh, you know, it's it just I love his sound when he's in. So I'm I'm look. We have our tickets. Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, and at least hopefully one final time we'll get to see him play the kid. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. And supposedly it's been talked about as well. Brad Divins. Mm-hmm. who was the bassist and lead singer of Wrathchild, Wrathchild America, but also played guitar on Cool Kids, mm-hmm. is also going to be there. Right. And so should be a great show. We'll get to see folks coming on and off and, you know, a lot of speculation about whether Donnie Purnell is going to show up yes. or not. Yeah. But uh, yeah. nothing confirmed, but that would be awesome too. Yeah. It's like, is, is he- going to be there too? Uh, you're like... <clears throat> Talking about all of the uh, Baltimore sort of rock royalty from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I think Mitch from uh, SR71 is the only one you haven't mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Child's Play, you know, they're going to be opening the show. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I I, I knew they were going to be there, obviously. Right. And we there, we talked, Kevin. Yeah. We you, we brought up Sonic Temple right out of the gate, but I don't think we talked about M three. You and I went to the M three Rock Festival. Yeah, the, fir- the first play. night. Yep, and, and we had a heard and word on that in a previous yep. episode of the podcast. So, and well, maybe we did talk about it after. Did we talk about it after Extreme dropped? Uh, that was before we actually went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So extreme dropped and that was my word and heard and word so that was a heartbreak for me so that was the thing i was most looking forward to that was the heard and word yep. and the fill in the blank the thing you're most looking forward to me and my word is extreme yours was child's play and you picked the right word i guess yeah, yeah. i got lucky i thought they were fantastic <laughs> they were awesome yeah and uh i i don't i'm blanking on the the guy who's doing lead vocals now yeah because yeah. obviously brian jack has passed on but uh he was great yes. the band was great they sounded awesome sounded yeah. like they did back in the late 80s or early 90s and it put on a great show yeah the one curve for me with child's play is that they did not play if you know their songs the one of the more popular songs from back in the day was rat race and they did not play rat race i was yep. very surprised about that outside of that they played a lot of great stuff yeah a couple new tunes as well so it was mm-hmm. good and then the other thing i would say that in terms of a band that was noticeable to me that day you know surprisingly i guess to some degree but i guess not in others is quiet riot I thought they really showed up that day too. They, they were show. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to compliment them. Yeah. And then uh, sticks put on a great show. Sure. We've seen them a couple of times, but they're right. They're just always great. Yeah. Yeah. So we have seen some good live stuff. We have. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll take a quick bit break here, do a little regroup and come back and talk about some summer shows. All right. All right. We're going to take a break on the stand up and shout rock show. Welcome back to the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show with Whisk and Kev coming at you on the Wild Style Network. Live. Live. Live on the Wild Style Live on the Wild Style Network. Fueled by. Fueled by Monster Energy. And thanks to RVCareBear.com. RVRepairBear.com. Oh, I I always want to say Care Bear. get it right you think we got to totally keep the sponsors yeah. you, you think that's a real site <laughs> rv care bear like where would you go what would you hit if you hit rv care bear <laughs> i don't know that's a furry thing <laughs> <laughs> might not want to find out what, what site you go to i love it <laughs> yeah so it's we're live on a wednesday here in manassas virginia and it's it was 85 degrees out when i got oh. out of the car today it was oh. great yeah starting to feel like summer yeah and, uh, you know, I know for me and, and we spend a lot of time going to a lot of shows during the summer. Mm-hmm. So there's just a ton of great stuff coming up. And I know we've got tickets to a bunch of stuff. We've talked about kicks. 
who I think we're going to catch a couple of times before they, they wrap it all That'll up. That'll be the fall. It's not going to be the summer. The last one will be, oh, but yes. wait, we're going to see Kicks and Dewey Beach. Yes. Yeah. August 3rd. August yes. 3rd. We're road tripping up there. At the Bottle and Cork. Yes. That'll be a great show. Yep. Um, but there's some great stuff coming up all around this area, mm-hmm. uh, particularly here at the Salisbury Center. Uh, on uh, June the 16th, we have the spotlight on Fridays. The Metal Knight, Age of Ruin is playing. Our old friends, Age of Ruin. Age of Ruin. Always great to talk to those guys. We will absolutely be talking to them that night. Yep. And there's a bunch of other bands, and I don't have them all written down, but that's going to be a great show Mm -hmm. on a Friday night. And then we got on July the 8th, the Mm -hmm. Glam Slam Metal Tour featuring Enough's Enough. Yes. The Choir Boys. Yes. Formerly the London Choir Boys. Seven o'clock. And Bad Marriage. Yeah. Should be a great show. Sure. Another great episode. Hopefully we get to chat with all those guys. Mm -hmm. And then uh, on July the 22nd is the Local Palooza Show. Love it. The the second annual Local Palooza Show featuring Jimmy's Chicken Shack. One of my all-time favorites. You know, I don't know. I mean, they're they're locally based, but they had a national presence. Oh, yeah. So that'll be a thrill. Yeah, going to be a great we show. We have to talk to those Yeah, dudes. Scott was asking, like, how big were they compared to, say, Kicks? Right. And I would say yeah. nationally, for that time period, they were probably as big or bigger than Kicks. Sure. In yeah. this area, probably not as big as Kicks because Kicks has been legendary for 40 years. Yeah. But for that small moment in time, they were huge nationally. Sure. Yeah. Well, high. Uh, that was yeah, their biggest high song. Was, I mean, to, and, and I don't that know. Was like, in everything. That's a good question. What charted higher, high or don't close your eyes? You know, like, because they mm-hmm. both charted. Yep. And, uh, I mean, to me, when I think of Jimmy's Chicken Shack, I always think of the side stage of the WHF festivals, the old, you know, RFK Stadium festivals. They were the kings of the side stage. So they were always, I remember them when they were kind of midday on the side stage, moving to closing the side stage. And they had a huge crowd, like out in the side. They would definitely pull, you know, people back out of that main stage for the shack. So... Pulled you actually away from the pull-up bar? <laughs> it, it was a side stage. Didn't take much to pull me away from the pull-up bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so I believe Gavin Evick and First Try are yeah, also we're playing be local there. Palooza. Any other, any other acts we can announce, Jeff? Uh, we've got Vin Hill. Um, so sorry, I was looking at the Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Uh, Vin Hill, Gavin Evick. Um, there's a couple others that they're confirming now. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, I know if we're allowed to say it. There's one and there's another one I'm excited about that we might have. Days of Five, of course. Days of, well, it's First no, Try. First Try, that's well, right. So I, I know, I'm so confusing. And there's even potential for Days of Five members to be playing with First Try to make it even muddier. Nice. There you go. <laughs> well, and, and I meant to ask you, when we when in the last segment we were talking about kicks, obviously... Uh-huh. For you personally, uh-huh. with Days of Five as yeah. the, the opening act for Kicks, biggest crowd you've performed for Absolutely. in front of thrill of a lifetime. It was a super fun crowd. Like that was those you know people were partying out there. Yeah. So it was, I you know, we you know what I hate. I hate it when people use the word surreal. Everything's surreal. You know, like everything's not surreal. Wouldn't be surreal if everything was surreal. Like, but all these like athletes and artists come up and say that's the most surreal experience. The experience was not surreal. That's the wrong word for it. But it was crazy exciting and thrilling. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to get misty-eyed even like, thinking about <laughs> it. The fact that, like, I always feel like we've always worked our way up to the stage, right? That's the goal is to get as close as possible to the band. But there was this moment that I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm in the same spot 
as the band. Like right. they're going to be like walking out in a little bit, like on this spot. So that was a, that was a goosebump moment. Yeah, it was a good crowd so too. They were into it, and yeah. obviously you want them over with the t-shirts. So. <laughs> yeah, some days of five shirts yeah. are given out the, that the night. Free swag always goes far. Of course. Yeah, so you know those are the shows coming up at, here at the Salisbury Center, which we're looking forward to. There's also some other great music coming to this area. You know, mm-hmm. the D.C. Northern Virginia area. Mm-hmm. Tally Ho has a Jackal this right. Friday. Uh, good show. And then on June 24th, the Lynch Mob is going to be playing there. Yes. With our friends Gavin Evick. Yes. Opening up for those guys. Yeah, we didn't catch Gavin. We didn't We didn't really talk to Gavin the night that he was here with Kicks. We have to catch up with him about that and get your ask about yeah. my feelings, get his feelings. About for sure. That. Yeah, I know. We were, we were a little tight and we we're fortunate enough, to, you know, based on the sound check schedule to actually get Kicks to come and sit down with us for a bit. So, right. That kind of, then everything sort of spun out of control the rest of that night. But, right. Um, also coming out to Tally Ho on July 25th, Buck Cherry, mm-hmm. which we will be at. That's where I lose my girlfriend. That's, uh, you know, it's, that's just, she's just gone doing her Josh Todd thing. One of her guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then July 28th, Living Color is going to be there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. But for me, this is the curve, my curve. I'm going to look at my notes here, Kevin. You didn't go to the glasses. I did not. I'm impressed. I'm sticking away from it. And it's just like when I was looking at my notes, I just realized that. So you what you said July twenty eighth? Yep. Twenty ninth. That's when I see Living Color at the Atlantis. The newly opened. So I actually have I'm uh, two tickets. So it's my my I don't have it. My girlfriend got the tickets. I don't know how she got the tickets, but she got the tickets. So the two of us are seeing Living Color the day after. But she might be going with Josh Todd. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, another one that we're going to be at September the 23rd is Lita Ford. Yes. Which is going to be great. We've seen her several times recently at M3, mm-hmm. which is a much smaller set normally. Mm-hmm. And we'll actually get to see her as a headlining act. Always and, a solid show. Yeah. She is amazing. Every And that's I, we, we didn't bring that up at M3, but it's almost taken for granted because we saw her last year at M3 also. So the past yep. two years we've seen her. And it's just a, a just a sweet, solid show. Yep, fantastic. And then uh, later in uh, October, I think it's uh, not October, uh, September the first, I believe, is the date we're going to be seeing Greta Van Fleet. Yes, at Capital One Arena. Yeah. So, kind of. Did you mention Guns and Roses? I have not. I oh, was you, were, you were saving them. That. You were I was saving, saving them for building, last. Building yes. into that, or not? Do you mean Guns and Roses or Night Train International, which but, will be here September twenty third? Oh, we didn't. September did we know 23rd. that? Did, did we? Did you know that? I did not know that. I was going to say I didn't know that either. Which, That's cool. That'll be a great show, but no, right? we will be seeing Guns N' Roses. Look at Scott smiling that he knew that. <laughs> Look at him. You guys don't see that, but there, there's some cheese going on. And it's, uh, I think it's, is it August 17th? Uh, for the Gunners? Yeah. August 11th. August 11th. Wait a minute, wait, wait. Wait a minute, I want to be right. I don't think I am. I'm going to my notes. Oh, I'm right. August 11th. Yep. August 11th, <laughs> which is Friday. They're... It's like the, I think it's the third date back in North America. Yes. So it will be Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just announced today, they released the list of bands that are going to be the opening acts on the North American tour. And that was, uh, we got it pulled up here right on loudwire.com. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Literally hot off the press news. And I was excited to see who was going to be opening that show. Right. Which... 
turns out to be the pretenders, which yeah. will be okay. That's okay. But I'm okay with you on that. Really bum me out because we have not talked about this yet. Like no. you get to see like the actual thought process when Kevin and I start like sitting down and sorting through the things that we talk about because we have not talked about this at all. Nope. So I'm curious as to where you're going to go. Yeah, I mean, great band, been around a long time. Yeah, me, me personally, the Pretenders, the Pretenders, the right? I'm yeah. kind of with you there too. Like, would, would you? I wouldn't chase. I personally would not chase them down, but obviously they're a Hall of Fame act. Yep. So, you know, you got to appreciate the fact you're seeing a Hall of Fame act. True. Yeah. But I would have much preferred to be three or four more shows down the line. Yeah. Because Dirty Honey yes. is then going on a stretch yes. of opening gigs with GNR. Right. Which sucks. Yes. So it gets like, and eventually you're going to get here. I know where you're going. It's, it's kind of like interesting to see the philosophy of how they chosen their opening acts. So to me, like the old school kind of philosophy is that you pick a newer act. We've talked about this. We yep. always ask other people about new music. And we've seen a lot of great new bands. I remember the first time I saw the Black Crows, for example, they opened for Aerosmith. You know, and they, they were having some music come out and it was getting popular on MTV, but I was thrilled to be able to see Blacks and they're obviously touring again, but this was back in the early 90s. So it was great to see the Black Crows for the first time in that way. Right. So like if you haven't been exposed to Dirty Honey, that's kind of the traditional way of doing things, right? Like, because we've seen them several times, multiple times, they're a great live band and it would be nice for others to be, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised because they're in the same vein as Guns N' Roses yep. in terms of their music style. And then you would enjoy the show as much as you enjoy Guns N' Roses show. Absolutely. And, you know, they just recently tweeted out that they're in Australia. Yeah. Wrapping up recording of their third album. album. Yes. So assuming that's going to be out in and around that same time frame, too. Or at the very least, they're going to be playing new songs. Yep. Yep. So Mm -hmm. kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. But maybe they want to do some smaller venue type shows. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe we, maybe we'll we might get a we'll chance have to our see new them booker, here. Our new booker, Jeff Sis. <laughs> Contact them. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, the very tail end of that North American leg is Alice in Chains is opening. Which we have seen. We've seen that show before. Yep. Yeah, we have seen the, the Guns N' Roses with Alice in Chains. Which was phenomenal. Right. But are you bringing up the wrinkle? Mm-mm. Carrie Underwood. Oh, yes. What? Which is like, to me, that's the controversy. And like, that's the wait, what? And so like, uh, I, I guess, you know, there was the, the dual performances that we, we haven't talked about because that was a couple of weeks back. And yep. you know, that was some of the stuff you can still catch on YouTube of Axl Rose performing with Carrie Underwood. It's kind of a novelty thing, right? Like in terms of like how you choose your opener I was kind of describing earlier. I don't get it. I don't necessarily, cause I'm not sure if I think of an opening act that I would want to see that is a jump you know, from the music style that I've paid for, for the headliner. Right. And it's not being exposed to somebody like a dirty honey, but you know who Carrie Underwood is. And then I think to myself, would I want to see that or vice versa? If you're a Carrie Underwood fan, I mean, maybe you would catch guns and roses. Well, and she did a couple guns and roses songs, right? I think that's how Axel came up on stage with her to perform. Right. But you know what I mean? It's in the style of Carrie Underwood. True. Like when I saw those songs, not in the style of, right. you know, like maybe an act to compare it to. If When I think of some of the stuff that Fergie in the Black Eyed Peas did with Slash. Right. When she sang with Slash, it sounded like she was a rock singer singing. Or Lady Gaga. Remember when she did Moth to a Flame with Metallica? Yep. And it shockingly was a metal moment. And 
I don't didn't consider that Carrie Underwood moment no. a metal moment. So it's a weird move. It's, it's to me, it's like Metallica with Lou Reed, you know, like it's an artistic experiment, but I don't know if I like the experiment, you know, like maybe you could listen to it once or twice and, but then you're like, eh, you know, so I don't know. I don't, I'm curious to see how that goes, what the reviews are and what people right. think like at that show, with Carrie Underwood and Guns N' Roses. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it, Sorry guess, if you're a Carrie Underwood fan. Yeah, if you are, I guess you're getting a little bit more value for your your Guns N' Roses ticket because to have her as the opening act for them. Right. I almost feel like we're back at the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame debate. You know what I mean? Like, is, is Carrie Underwood rock and roll enough to open up for Guns N' Roses or Dolly Parton, you know, going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Is she rock and roll enough? Or Willie Nelson now. Or Willie Nelson now, exactly. So of all those, is there one that you're most looking forward to? Uh, what, in terms of the opener? No, any of the shows that we're, uh, we've got lined up. I summer. always love Guns N' Roses because I'm a just, you know, diehard Guns N' Roses fan. Um, shows, anytime I see Living Color, you're gonna have to meet, you want me to narrow it down to one? Um, I was not prepared for that question because <laughs> that's a tough question. And the other thing that we're flirting with is also because we we're talking about we've missed Extreme, but Extreme and Living Color right. is going to be in Philadelphia. Um, next to Guns N' Roses, so in and around it. But then, I mean, the Kicks finale is going to be the Kicks finale. So just the the weight of that show, I think, I, I, I'm I'm not looking forward to that in some ways, obviously, because it's the last yeah. time you see them. But the weight of it will make it special. That that's going to be huge. I mean, obviously, you know, we we saw what we thought was the final time with Motley Crue, and that was pretty emotional. I got a little teary eyed. What's the over on Jeff crying that night? I, I got teary eyed when Motley Crue closed in, in in Los Angeles on what December thirty first, twenty fifteen, with Home Sweet Home. Uh, you know, I was kind of like the Indian in the, or the Native American in the, <laughs> With the yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, huh, coming down. Yeah. I'm going to bring the tissues for you if they play, um, she's walking away. <laughs> you you have to think they're going to, I'll down. never live that down. You have to think they're going to play that. Yeah. I mean, they're already calling it the walking away show. Right. So. I got dumped and Jeff Salisbury was driving me home in high school and he had that song on the car and I might have got a little teary eyed. I mean, that Thinking one about your ex-girlfriend that just dumped you. I did. I just got dumped like the day before <laughs> that one. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, I, you know, I did it. <laughs> I'm guilty. That's you trash. know, um, talking about some of the older songs with those guys, you're, I was looking at the charts for kicks who charted higher. Mm. Jimmy's chicken shack was number 10. Uh huh. Um, don't close your eyes is number 11. Wow. I, wow. I, I knew they were at 11. I didn't know wow. how high Jimmy's chicken shack went. Wow. I knew you that know what kicks only other charting song was at number one Oh four. Blow my fuse. I was going to guess that or, or uh, cold blood. No, Nope. Go further back. Really? Yeah. The itch. Nope. I'm going to go way back. You're not going to believe this. I'm, yeah. Body Talk, number 104 in 1983. So now that you say it, I absolutely remember that being played on the radio. I love that song, yeah. by the way. Yeah. But nobody ever knows it. People dog Cool Kids, and I like that album. Uh, yeah. I mean, Cool Kids and, you know, because I thought it was going to be The Kid, maybe, if it was the older one, but. Yeah. 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 Uh, cool Kids is, I think, is an 
is a malign, an overly maligned album. Not an underrated, but it, people dog it too much. It's it's a good album. It's well, a good cross between like their rock feel and the Baltimore rock. Yeah, and what was going on at the time with sort of the disco fading out. Yeah, kind of like uh, "Loving You" by Kiss. Yeah, I was made for loving you, baby. Whatever that yeah, song's yeah. called. Yeah. Had that crossover feel. Sure. And I, I felt like that's what it was like. Yeah. But I was shocked to see that that was their only other charting song. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they, they... I wouldn't have gotten it. They stay away from that. They do. They... It's been a long time since I can remember them playing anything uh-huh. off of that album. Yeah. I, I would go way deep track. I think my favorite song off that album is Love Pollution. I think that's a slick, slick song. And I'd love to see him. I don't know. Maybe we'll see that on the last show. We're talking about our shows we're looking forward to. Well, if Brad Divins is coming out on stage to perform with them, they yeah. got to be playing at least a couple of songs sure. off of that album. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that show's going to be emotional for me. And, and I may shed a tear or two as well. Look at that. We'll be arm in arm tear. The one I'm looking forward to might be one for me too, actually. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> wow. I was, I was kind of, that's one of the reasons I didn't want to get up there and sing with you when you were trying to call me up. Uh-huh. I was kind of overwhelmed that night. Uh, that I, I thought we had you. I thought, you know, the crowd was the crowd wanting was, it. They yeah. were wanting it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to, but I, I think I would have lost it if I'd have gotten up there. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been too much for me to, to take. Uh-huh. It was a really good night. Uh-huh. It was. It was an amazing night. Yeah, but I think me personally, of all the summer shows, Guns is going to be great, and we have phenomenal seats for that show we right, in, right in front of Slash, so yeah. that's going to be fantastic, but I think I'm looking forward most to the show in Dewey, just because of the mm-hmm. venue. Yeah, that's true, too. It's going to be tiny and crowded, and... It's the beach in the summer, Kicks yep. playing beach in the summer, yeah. So, that's probably the one. tone. And then, yeah, and then Lynch Mob is probably number three. Sorry about that. I'm going to Ed Sheeran that night. Yeah, well, enjoy that. It's a Christmas present for my girlfriend. I have a grappling show that night. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We, we're, we're at opposite I, ends. I might have to skip with that night. Guess <laughs> <laughs> he lynch mob. Yeah. Well, we are diehard George Lynch fans. Yep. So, and we missed it. We had tickets to see that before during or in the beginning of COVID, right? And that show got canceled. Yeah. It was coming yeah, out. But it was just him. It was, yes. uh, he had put out a solo album. So okay. it was just going to be him yeah. and not the Lynch, Lynch mob. mob. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we missed that one. And then I was thinking back to it. I'm sure you've probably seen them as Lynch mob, but I never did. And the last time really? I saw George play I can't believe was that. at Monsters of Rock. Really? Yep. So it's been forever well, you mean with not even with Dokken? that was the last time you saw Dokken? yeah i mean we I saw maybe we it. saw Dokken like a jacks uh-huh. and, but it was long that was not george lynch he was long gone that's by a good then. point that could have been the last time i saw Dokken with george lynch also well it Monsters had to have been because that was yeah. the end of they released the live album and then he was like peace out yep he yep. was fed up yep. so mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely the last time I saw him and I didn't, I, like I said, I hadn't seen Lynch Mob. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I'll send you lots of pictures and stuff while you're cheering. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think we're going to kick it to another break and then we're going to come back with a brand new episode or an edition of What Are the Odds? Foo Fighter style. Foo Fighter style. Be right back on the Stand Up and Shout Rock Show.